You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's up, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Matt Loopy, and today I'm joined by Sean McMenamin. And today we're going to talk about um, a few players that have been signed to a future and reserve contract for the Eagles that may be trying to work their way onto the 53-man roster next season. And we're going to talk about that bombshell uh, article about Carson Wentz that he is um, selfish with the team and causing locker room issues. So take it away, Sean. All right, so on January 14th, the Eagles signed the following players to reserve slash future contracts, and they are linebacker Asante Brown, center Anthony Fabiano, guard Caleb Johnson, cornerback Jeremiah McKinnon, wide receiver Braxton Miller, wide receiver Doran Miller, defensive end Joe Ousman, running back Donnell Pumphrey, cornerback Chandon Sullivan, and tight end Will Ty. And what pops out for me from this list is Donald Pumphrey as he never really had uh, time to shine for the Eagles as he was on the practice squad this season. So it'll be very interesting to see if he can make his way on the 53-man roster and show this team what he has to offer. And another player that jumped out uh, was Will Ty, who was a former Giants tight end. So it'll be interesting to see if he can make the team as possibly the third-string tight end and have an impact as maybe a uh, pl- pass blocker, run blocker, and make a crucial impact for this team moving forward. Yeah, I hope those guys can try to make an impact and have a good uh, spring and summer session, try to make that team because there are about uh, 30 or so roster cuts in the fall that um, Eagles need to make. So a lot of those guys will be out with, out of a job in the fall. So this is really the time for them to kind of fight for that roster spot. So yesterday, a report came out from Joseph Santaquito um, of phillyvoice.com, and he claimed that um, he's a locker room porter, and he was in the locker room and anonymously questioned a few of the players in the locker room. I think he said about seven. And, and um, he was asking them about Carson Wentz, his leadership ability, and how he leads the team. And some of these players... Are coming back saying, or supposedly coming back saying that Carson Wentz is very selfish. He's getting into arguments with Mike Grow, the offensive coordinator. He's making the offense too complicated for the Eagles to run. And it brings up a lot of issues with the team, but um, we don't know if this is all true. So Joseph went on to say that Carson Wentz is his own biggest enemy because. Uh, he's kind of been supported his whole life all throughout his career and now he's acting like he's won 10 Super Bowls which he's never even played in a playoff game and things have been really going well around him but in the 2018 season when he was a starting quarterback the offense looked very different because he said that Carson Wentz was over um, complicating things on the field and then after this report many of the players came to bash this report, uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, Zach Ertz, 
um, Rodney McLeod just came out, Malcolm Jenkins, and the two biggest names for me were Nick Foles and Nate Sudfeld, which are, mm-hmm. these guys are in the team meetings with Carson Wentz and Mike Crow every single day. They will know the best. They both came to Wentz's defense saying that he's a great leader, uh, he's the team's quarterback, and there's no issues, and this report is fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. when I saw this report, I was really questioning this guy's uh, sources. I, I was just puzzled as to who maybe would have said this. And when I thought about it, I, I really can't think of anyone on this Eagles team that would say that about Carson Wentz. I mean, you could see it in his, uh, po- in his press conferences post-game. He's just a team player. He, he's willing to do whatever it takes to win. And if he has a bad game, he admits it, owns up to it, and is never always takes a blame when he really essentially doesn't have to. And I was just very confused when I saw this, and I didn't believe it for a second. But uh, for those of you who wanted to see some of the players and media reactions, you can check out our section manager's uh, article. Jesse G. Frieda is his name. And it's the article is titled, Eagles Players and Media React to Anonymous Carson Wentz Locker Room Report. And this has a whole compilation of all the responses and just everything that they had to say about this report. So it was yeah. very interesting. I agree with you. I don't agree that Carson Wentz is this way, but I'm not completely sure that the entire report will be false because if you look into an NFL locker room, you're pulling from 53 people, um, a couple guys on the practice squad, some coaches. There's always going to be some sort of tension. Like nobody's going to like everybody at one um, said moment in time. Like there could be something going on that we don't know about. It's kind of hard to look at one team and say that everything's perfect. People are going to say stuff that maybe isn't true, but they're not trying to like do it to hurt the team. Like these guys um, did say this anonymously to try to. Um, like help themselves out if the report were to be released later on. And I think it's very unfortunate that some of these players feel this way about Carson Wentz if this uh, reporter was telling the truth because um, Wentz came from a very small school, North Dakota State University, and although a lot of people doubted him, he was still the second overall pick in the 2016 draft, and he kind of had to prove himself that he could – um, come from a small school and translate all of his skills there to the NFL. I think he did a very well job at doing that in 2016. He did have a um, pretty good season, but in 2017, he was the MVP front runner and really took this Eagles team to the next level. And one of the biggest things that we saw last year was how united the team was. Like if injuries would happen, especially with Carson Wentz, like the whole team would rally behind him and he was always on the sideline cheering them on. Like, uh, his backup quarterback, Nick Foles, was going on to win the Super Bowl. And after every offensive possession, he was going out there and he was the first one to give him a high five. Like this kind of stuff you want to see out of your franchise quarterback. And um, if there are people that disagree with him, it, it's tough because Carson Wentz is our quarterback of the future and you're going to have to deal with him. He's not a selfish quarterback. Maybe he does oversimplify or overcomplicate the offense, but. Um, the coordinators just need to kind of keep him in line with that and try to tone things down so then that they can play the best to their ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I yeah, I get your point where you might find a few players here and there that question uh, Wentz's decisions and how he goes about things, but you're always going to see that. I was just puzzled as to 
how it came out the, at the end of the season. I don't know. And this guy's credibility. credibility. But as he said in the article, he claimed that Wentz was selfish, uncomprising, and playing favorites. And as we saw last year, I never thought that was the case. I always thought he, last year at least, he spread the ball around well and was always a, a team player, willing, like I said earlier, willing to do whatever it takes in order to win. This year, you maybe could make a case for him targeting Ertz too much, but he is one of the best receivers on this team, and you can't really question that. Yeah, but, and also, like, he's coming from that ACL injury. He's trying to recover. Exactly. I mean, the back wasn't great, so that's what he was comfortable with. He's comfortable with those short plays. Like, maybe he wasn't healthy enough to go deep with which what we saw last year to Torrey Smith and Nelson Aguilar. And if he's only comfortable throwing to Zach Ertz 10 times a game and then kind of um, seeing where else the offense will take him, then so be it. Like, by reading that article, it kind of seems like it's from a wide receiver or a running back that's not getting involved as much like for instance i'm not trying to call out any players but for instance a sheldon gibson that's not getting in the game maybe he gets a snap or two and he's not getting the ball and he's mm-hmm. kind of upset with his usage because he sees guys like zach Ertz getting 10 targets a game but i mean you kind of have to look at where wentz is medically and um try, try to like understand that maybe this is what he's comfortable with and this is what he has to do yeah, I agree. You definitely have to give him a break for all the injuries he suffered throughout his uh, early career. And like you said, Nate Sudfeld and Nick Foles stuck up for him immediately after the report was released. And that's just a testament because they are with him every day in that quarterback room in meetings, whatever. They're always with him. And as Nate Sudfeld said, he's a great leader and he never puts anything above the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's exactly what you want for your franchise quarterback to have his qualities and everything he's done for this team so far is just incredible. And the sky's the limit for him moving forward, as well as this Eagles team, as they look to win some more Super Bowls in the coming years with Wentz at the helm. Yeah. One interesting thing from the article that I want to point out here is how they mentioned that Wentz was not getting along with offensive coordinator Mike Groh and that things were a lot better when uh, Frank Reich was the coordinator and that was kind of interesting to me because like as we saw the offense wasn't as great with Mike Groh taking over I mean he was former wide receivers coach he didn't have a lot of credibility but Doug Peterson believed in hiring from within and kind of keeping guys that um, did good work and keeping them in the coaching staff but Mike Groh didn't do a very good job getting this offense rolling and showing them the dynamic playmaking ability that they showed in 2017. And maybe Wentz was kind of firing back at him a little bit, which is fine. Like, you you want players to voice their opinion as long as it's not out of control. And maybe he was saying, like, hey, I want to do this more, or um, he's trying to make the most out of the plays that he was given, and it just came across the wrong way. And I think it's important for them just to get on the same page because Doug Peterson said that the offensive coordinator is staying for next year, which I don't agree with. But if it's going to remain like this into the 2019 season, Carson Wentz just got to get along with him and they got to work together to make sure that they have a game plan that works for both of them and that'll help the team out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the loss of Frank Reich was evident this year as the offense took a major hit, if you will, in the beginning of the season. Although I thought Micro rebounded well towards the end of the season and did whatever was necessary in order to get this team into the playoffs and 
unfortunate that we they came up short against the Saints. But I think I agree that with your statement that uh, Peterson bringing back Grow it was not the right choice. But hopefully Grow can learn from his mistakes from this year and fix everything heading into next season with a healthy offense and uh, in hopes of Wentz pl- starting from the beginning of the season till the end and playing the full 16 games as well, hopefully in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. And um, one more thing I want to comment on and say this is this report is true. Say some players do feel this way. You kind of have to understand it from Carson Wentz's standpoint. He did tear his ACL late in the season when the Eagles were the number one seed in the NFC. Um, a lot of people were picking them as favorites to go into the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And then all that was just taken away from him because of an unfortunate play, tearing his ACL. And he was forced to sit on the sideline watching the Eagles go throughout the playoffs, win the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots, and then sit out the first two games of the 2018 season. I mean, I don't care how, like... Um, unselfish somebody is you're going to have jealous feelings for Nick Foles going on to do that much and have the whole city love him when you put the Eagles in this situation and that you could be on the field doing the same exact thing or maybe even more so I think um, Wentz did kind of have that fire in him to kind of come back and want to do the best that he can and maybe he did come across as uh, a little bit selfish, but I think it was all for the best and that he didn't mean any harm to his teammates or his coaches. He just kind of had that um, spark within, within him because of the way the last season ended for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you think about it, Carson Wentz has not, has, it, has not had it easy by any stretch in his early career in the NFL, suffering, what, three injuries, I think it is, his back, mm-hmm. ACL, and the ribs in the preseason of his rookie year. But, yeah, last year in the playoffs and when we won the Super Bowl, personally, I thought Carson Wentz handled that very well, like a businessman, and supported Foles along the way, was happy to see them win the Super Bowl, as a true team leader does. And moving forward, this is definitely our guy, and uh, despite the reports, I think this team will get along just fine next year and hopefully make another playoff run. Yeah, it uh, makes me happy to see that all these team, uh, teammates are coming to his defense, and I'm sure that Peterson is working on arranging some team meetings to kind of get everybody on the same page and address this because uh, you don't want that kind of stuff looming around your franchise quarterback for years to come. So. Um, this is all going to be squandered and put in the past. The team's going to rally around Wentz and we'll be back next year. So we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure that you guys check out phlsportsnation.com for articles and PHL Eagles Nation on Twitter. And um, Sean has been working hard on articles this last couple of weeks called Buzz on Broad Street, where he is um, showing how every single Philadelphia team is doing um, each week, so make sure you guys check that out. See where the Eagles are standing, the Phillies and the Flyers and the Sixers, and all those teams all on the same page. So thank you again for tuning in, and make sure you catch us next time. Go Birds! Go Birds!